right, guys, welcome to I Am Comics Podcast, episode 31. I am Josh Casper. With me is... JJ Kirby. You know how we do. What's up? What up, JJ? Um, we are in a pretty cool place here. It is called... Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Let, let, let's uh, let the people in charge... Where am I? <laughs> let us know where we're at. Where are we First at? off, we have uh, Matt Dunford with us again. Hi. What up, Matt? What up, Good Matt? Good to be back. It's been a little while, but uh, I'm back again. You recognize that voice. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy hey. who talked uh, talk longer than any other podcast you would record it. Uh, it, was, it was actually great, though. It was fun. <laughs> Uh, we would have talked for more. It would have been like a 10-hour podcast. Could, you know? <laughs> You're in our room, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, the person sitting to the right side of me is Alonzo his partner in crime. Nunez. That's me, Alonzo Nunez, uh, the, the circus manager here at uh, Little Fish Comic Book Studio. Uh, newly non-profit, a non-profit comic studio and uh, comic advocacy group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I serve as a uh, board president here at Little Fish Comic Book Studio, so that's one of my many things that I do when I'm not running around doing World War II history stuff, comic book history stuff, going to every single convention, or uh, you know, running Comic Fest, Poke Oasis, upcoming other events that I can't talk about for San Diego. But <laughs> yeah, so this is what I do when I have a moment of free time. No when you're not juggling time. babies and shaving cats. Yeah, pretty much. No diggity. <laughs> Well, um, where where are you guys located? That's the most important thing, so people can come and see. Right, we are located uh, in the heart of the college area, uh, right on the border of San Diego and La Mesa, near San Diego State University. Uh, yeah, six eight two two B Elkhorn Boulevard. Uh, it's awesome. We've been here since um, November of last year. We moved from Ocean Beach. We outgrew it last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and we've been here. We we love it, right, Matt? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's great. New yeah. digs, big space. Big um, space. Bigger good. classroom. Yeah, we can come by, get, you know, boxes of donuts and stuff. Have kids right. eat them. Like, yeah, have spacious. Expensive we, donuts. Yeah. Some of his jobs. Some of his jobs. My friend Jess hooks me up because she works at Nomad Donuts. Nice. So she's really cool. That's yeah. Yeah. Get hey, that's good, right? Get the hookup. I know when we pulled up, I was just like, oh, this is a nice boutique spot. I ain't mad at it. I like your little uh, hanging sign with the with the word balloon. And see, you guys have good timing because we just got that finally installed uh, oh, really? last week. So oh, wow. we had, uh, you know, there's a whole line of really cool stores here. There's a barber shop and uh, yeah. like a, like, it's like a kitchen renovation like, place. It's an, it's you know, we got spot. some good neighbors. It's yeah. one of those type of spots where, like, if you're walking down the street and you come across, you'd be like, "What are y'all doing here? Yeah, yeah, right? What is this? <laughs> we get cool. people do what that all the time. We've They'll had, open the door. We, what we are you? What are you guys? Some really random people. Like some guy just came by walking his dog, so like, what'd you do here? He's like, oh, yeah, we're a comic art education. That sounds like what I used to do back then. Oh, what'd you do? Right. I was an animator for uh, the Jim Henson Company. Uh, damn. Street. Like, oh, uh, wow. Right. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. What's like, happening, You, you want to come in for a bit, man? Yeah. yeah. Like, come on in. We'd like to schedule you to talk, please. Right. Yeah. You know, can, can you get down with us? We've got even, even, the, even the homeless folks around here are awesome. We've got a sandwich board out front. Uh, we leave free comic books on so people walking by can just take a comic or two. Nice. And I'm out there and I'm replenishing the board today and this uh, this homeless guy walks up and he's like, hey man, I thought I was going to ask for money or something, you know, yeah. which is fine. Um, and he, he like opens up his trench coat and I'm like, oh man, what's about to go down? <laughs> and he pulls out a comic and he goes, I'm just returning this. And he like puts oh, it back on the sandwich board. I was like, nice. you can keep it. And he's like, no nah, man, give it to the kids. And there I was you like, go. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's the spirit of uh, comics. Spirit right, of, exactly. Yeah. Spirit, of, spirit of giving and returning. Mm-hmm. 
that's the mission. So that's, that's the good stuff right there. Like I said, it's a. Uh, I'm walking up here and I didn't. I was like, I had to get my mind around what exactly it is. I like to be, you know, raw when I go into the spot and be like, yeah, what's going on? Uh-huh. Hit, hit yeah, me with it. Experience it for me. the first time, yeah, which you is know, always it, cool. It, it, I like I like the raw experience and then sharing that experience because that's that's what you're doing. That's what you're looking for when you when you're sharing with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, was it a good experience or a bad experience? I'm like, oh, very positive. Very cool. So you come in here, it just looks like a comic book hoarder. That's pretty much what it is. It's like, you know, plates are decked out with all sorts of comic <laughs> arts, record materials, fine art, like, you know. No, but it's, it's, it's like you had the fine art, you got the comics everywhere, and you got the big white desk. Right. So for me, that lets me know that uh, kids can be here. People exactly. can come here. And right. I, was, I was like, kids can come here and people of age. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people who are down with the get down, the enthusiasts exactly. who yeah. love uh, the culture, who know what, what yeah. it is. It's not just like there. a kid's drawing class. <coughs> right. Or like finger painting with Spider-Man. Right, right, right. Because right. it's like, it's, like, so what is like, do you get a lot of kids um, word of mouth? Do you advertise in the schools? Do you have like a neighborhood thing going on? Are you like, how do you, how, you, put, you put candy on the sidewalk? What do you do? You know, how do you get the kids up in here? All of the above, JJ, except the candy. Although okay. we might start that tomorrow. Okay, there yeah, you that's go. a good idea. There you go. Right? Some there Mike you and Ike's on the sidewalk. There you go. Come on in, guys. There you like, go. We're like breadcrumbs right to the desk, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, we uh, when we started, you know, I was I was super excited about it, but I was like, how do we get kids in here? Like, how do we, and adults, how do we get? How do you get people, how do you get the word on the street? How do you street? get the word, right? Because you know it's San Diego. There's comic fans. There's people that want to draw. Yeah. How do you get them in How do you make studio, your you know? spot relevant? You yeah. know, Comic Con pop off. People got to come support or show love. Y'all doing something? I'm like, you know what I mean? So, you know, what is it? Like I said, for me, coming over here, it's like, oh, I instantly feel the vibe. Because mm-hmm. I'm a hermit. I came from it. To get me out the crib, it's not that, you know. But totally. It's not, right? it's not easy. You know, You're an artist, right? I, just, yeah, yeah. I, like to, I like to just stay creative at the crib, you mm-hmm. know, drawing mm-hmm. in my socks. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like to come over to a spot and it's like um, where... Oh, kids here? Okay, what do you do with the kids? Oh, we give them a lot. We do anatomy lessons. We do, like, storytelling lessons. We break it all down, blah, blah, blah. You know, we just help help people. Do you get the same regular kids coming in? Yeah, generally you know? we get kids, uh, you know, sign up. Kids sign up uh, month to month. You yeah. Know, so there's no, like, massive commitment or anything like that. Okay. They, they sign up months at a time. Um, and then usually, like, our students will continue... You know, if they're younger, they'll continue until they graduate high school. And they yeah, of course, of course you want. Because it's a good thing, know. like, because you want to, I'll put if they had this when I was a kid, man. Hell yeah, right? That would have been the business. That was like, a word. Yeah, I'm going there every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be one of those standout people. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, you right. know what I mean? Like, you're going to be, a, you're going to read somebody, you're going to draw. I'm like, yeah, I'm already drawing. Yeah, I'm doing it. Screw that. <laughs> this is amazing, you know? Yeah. If you were here, you wouldn't have needed that Wildstorm internship or anything. Right, right. But, but, but that's a good internship. But that's a good internship, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? No doubt. So, yeah. No, but, yeah. but it, it, not only that, to be able to network with like-minded individuals exactly. and people of experience is the mission also um because i know as i was growing up i was like man i cannot perceive or think of myself paying to go to school to learn art well yeah. like, there's so many yeah, people yeah. out there like with the knowledge i'm like just hang around art students uh-huh. you're going to talk about art you're going to share art you can pick up what they you know we're talking what they're paying for yeah what they're paying for <laughs> but it's just like but it's like hey but to, but to be able to hang around like-minded individuals is the blessing also you know uh-huh. yeah like i know that my group everybody's moved away we're getting older and whatnot so forth you know so i'm like oh man really but to be young and be able to have a group of that mm-hmm. and, and 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 celebrate it like y'all do up in here very good it's cool yeah very yeah. good like yeah, the it's, it's not like have, art class in school you know like i 
I used to love to draw, but there was if I if it was comic books all around me, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna be more into this. Instead, my teacher was a. Uh, this old Mexican dude who just wanted me to draw the Aztec lady, you know, totally, what they could yeah, do yeah. with the Aztec lady, and I actually drew it. Yeah. yeah, And I was just like, man, this is boring. So I kind of lost that. But yeah, like the atmosphere here is like, man, I just want to, like, I want to come in to learn how to draw. Right. I didn't want it to be like, uh, you know, as as it as it started and then evolved. I never wanted it to feel like like just like a generic classroom where we're teaching comics. Yeah. I wanted to feel like a comic book hub, you know. Yeah. So we've got like comics, fine art books, posters, you know all kinds of of um of inspiration you know a couple rooms up front for myself and other instructors to work if they're here and they just want to chill you know they just want to get out of the house for yeah. a little bit you know stuff like that wallpaper the bathroom and comics you know just get it everywhere you know and so you have such a great mix of students here you have like students who really want to learn to like draw in like a japanese manga style you have students that want to learn how to draw superheroes some people just want to do just web comics or stuff yeah. like that or some people think well man, i just want to like you know draw big stuff or they just want to get their own book off the ground it's a different mix of students and so we just like try to cater to whatever you were trying to learn specifically yeah mm. that makes sense i think it's it's good so how <laughs> current are you cats when it comes to the industry then like who like professional wise have you been like drawn have you written have you like uh, worked at companies have you edited like where's your experience come from or did it come from like, a place of just like yo we love comics and we just you know youtube the hell out of it <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah 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 a little bit of both you know um i, had, I got my bfa from uh, school of visual arts in new york city uh in 09 um and then i do i've done freelance work i just did a um attack on titan story with uh, gail simone and phil jimenez nice. and, in the anthology that they put out okay um and then our other instructors i like to kind of keep in balance so one of our instructors right now uh mario torres um does lots of like really cool kind of independent work very kind of zine oriented um he's big into like heavy metal and all those mm, genres. Okay. so he's like at those conventions yeah. connecting with those people so he hits like a whole section that i don't in terms of kind of influence mm. and like output mm. uh one of our newest instructors carrie um also graduated from sva in i think oh, 13 maybe 14 um she uh, she impressed me because she has been self-publishing her work for the last, I think, like three or four years, like knocking the books out. And you know, which takes discipline, right? Yeah, you guys know. it's not easy. Dude. It's not easy, and so and and it wasn't like this is what I've been doing. Like she came in, she was totally humble. She was like, I mean, "This is what I do." Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, like, well, that's, you know, check it out. This is what it do." A humble yeah. environment, so you know, and so it was cool. Uh, and then uh, our digital instructor, Serena Leitner, is a former student here. Mm. Um, she's still in college, but nice. she is perfect for the students that are just starting out digitally because you know, for her, she was just there like five, six years ago, and right. she. She impressed me as a student because she was totally fearless. She is one of the only students and really now artists I've ever met who like seems to enjoy not knowing stuff. Like, mm. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to figure that out. Like, I don't like not knowing how right. to do stuff. Yeah. You know, right. like, right. that's not a fun place for me. She's like, I've never done that before. That should be fun. Like, she'll go, she's like what you were just talking about, JJ, where she's like, she'll go home and she'll ingest like 20 YouTube videos mm. and then spit it out and she's got it down. It's amazing. That's that new generation, know? though. It's, it's totally that new it's, generation. It's like because they have the internet. They have, they can and, go and look they it up. they grew up with it, right? So it right. just seems. Right. It just seems like natural to them for, uh, you know. I don't know about y'all, but for me, I'm old enough to be like, man, what? How do you work this machine? What's <laughs> right. going on? You know, how do you find this? You know, but um, yeah, it's that new generation. They go look it up. They find out. They go do the knowledge and they bring it back to the table. And they're, and they're so advanced. I met yeah. a 16-year-old girl up at Indio 
Yukon who can draw so realistic and, and amazing. And I was like, girl, you're 16? Yeah, that girl, wow. that girl has some skills. She was amazing. Like, 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 like wow. realistic, like shading the pencil and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, was, it, it, like, she was like, eh, you know, she showed one of her old pictures. She's like, it's okay. I was like, girl. I was like, <laughs> I did this I when I was 14. Out. We're like, I was really? stuck on that first Come picture on. for a minute. And I was just like, let me, let me absorb this properly and get, you know, pay, pay respects to this because you're amazing such a young age yeah. so it's like i never ever wanted to think that children aren't or you know or, or the young aren't able to uh bring it to bring it yeah they totally you can know? i mean you know and that's why like here at the studio we kind of like seek out partnerships or like contest events you know whatever you want to call it that like allow all our students to kind of participate and like mm-hmm. you know Keep like it. we just did a uh last year we had a partnership with mts you know the buses and trolleys okay and uh that's li- cool it was cool little fish yeah. designed the uh the compass cards that were used during comic con nice um and we set it up so that um it was basically like just a general theme of like transportation or san diego or exploration something that like kind of general not necessarily even comic theme. Okay. I mean, comic style. Yeah, that's yeah, the kids, you yeah. know. But other than that, MTS was like, go crazy, have fun. That's awesome. awesome. That's my favorite, that's my favorite really one cool. that came out of that is like, uh, there's a student here. Uh, she was like thinking, she couldn't think of an idea. She's like, I can't think of an idea. I can't think of an idea. And I'm like, hmm, I'm trying to think. I'm like, think of like trolleys. I'm thinking like, they have colors. They have like, I'm like, oh my God. Do you know who Barry Winter Smith is? Uh, no, who's that? Let me show you something. Right. This is the good, best thing he ever drew. These are the covers for the Machine Man Ooh, back in the 80s. You see how yeah. the circuitry works? And it gets like, you know, like more and more complex. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, do something like that. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, that's awesome. Right? And so she drew like Machine Man style cover, nice. like trolley, like linking into the center. And yeah. it's like, it was, was that the Antonio one? Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah, one Antonio. Antonio yeah, yeah. Oh, she's yeah. a great student. Yeah, because she had never seen Barry Winter Smith like Machine Man stuff before. Yeah. And now we have Machine Man's action figure up there doing the dab. Doing the and dab. When I find yeah. the student who oh, did really, that, really. one of my students did that. That's I was like, I'll leave gonna... it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, and what's yeah. cool too is like we split it. Uh, MTS, you know, had the four uh, four uh, compass cards. One for, you know, a one day, two day, three day, and four day, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what you're buying. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we split it up so we made sure that we had uh, two winners that were under 18 and two winners okay. that were over 18. Separating yeah. it just a little good, bit, you know, good, good. that way it's not, not so too it's biased. And, yeah, it's yeah. fair, you know. Keep and, it real. And that, they both yeah. blew it out of the park. You yeah, know? And, that's dope. And it's not like the under 18s were like 17 and a half. Like uh, this girl, Antonia, is I think 14. Mm-hmm. And the other girl that won, uh, Malia, is I think 15. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they did amazing work. And then the two over 18 winners, um, were they? Oh, one was Serena. It was one of her final projects before mm-hmm. kind of finishing as a student. She was mm-hmm. 19 at the time. And then our other was by Norhiko, this uh, Japanese man who's in his mid 40s. He Did. knocked it out of the park, JJ. It was nice. Crazy. Nice. Um, we'll find it later. It's like he basically took like an MTS trolley, you know, mm-hmm. like a big red trolley, turned it into Voltron. Oh, you nice. know, And the MTS logo has this like kind of round uh, geometric uh, split circle mm-hmm. that goes around it. Mm-hmm. Um, he used that as like the energy, energy signature, nice. kind of the sword. Nice. And then he had the convention center in the background. Nice. It, was just, it looked like a perfect piece of advertising. Very nice. Very like, nice. And then like my students are so so humble. He was like, he apologized as he handed it to me. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, <laughs> it's just not as finished as I wanted. And I was like, uh, this is dude. crazy good. Yeah. I was like, you know, yeah. I, I can't I know promise anything, already. but you're going to be one of the winners. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I can, I'm so capable, but it's like, but I'm not worthy. 
Am I, you know, is it okay? You know, is it enough? I'm is like, it enough? Yeah. If it, I feel like this, you don't realize how creative you are. Yeah, like it looks you like that now. You don't realize how special you are because like, you're, how the you're gonna tripping on the details. Yeah. Exactly. Like, stop there. Yeah, you know? it's like, like, damn, dude. <laughs> God, it was crazy. It was amazing. That's really cool. That's awesome. Um, I'm looking at, like, all these comics that you have, and one thing I keep thinking is, I'm pretty sure most of the influence on these are your guys, right? Or do you have students that recommend you guys books that you haven't read? We get recommendations have on the all the time. All the time. I mean, most of it. I like. I I grew up reading Marvel and DC, so that that I've got unlocked. Yeah. You know? No uh, But like, I love that you know that uh, we've got two two bookcases uh, full of manga, oh, yeah. and that's either all student recommended or uh, literally one of, one of my students was like, "Hey, I've got some manga I'm not reading anymore. Do you want it?" Dang. And I was like, sure. So I figured, you know, she'd be like, yeah, it was like, okay, she'll bring yeah. in like, like, you know, eight or 10 books. Right. Uh, the next week, her mom literally brings in three department store bags full of manga. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> I was crazy. Like, All right. I, like literally, I think one of the whole bookcases is like nice. Crazy. Yeah, nice. and then with me, like, wow. you know, I'm, the students actually kind of like, they just view me as a big kid. And so like, because <laughs> they talk to me about like, because they know like, I watch the cartoons they're into and yeah. like, play the games they're into. So it's like, they know that like my maturity levels are not there. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I am always like, you know, just chatting them up about like the dorky stuff. And like, I remember that day when, um, when those bags were brought in because like, I was like looking through them too. And I was like, let's see. All right. Just this inventory. I'm like. Weave garbage, weave garbage, weave garbage, <laughs> garbage, and we're like me and the kids are like three and two, and all of a sudden there's like a Junji Ito book, and we all like <laughs> and just like all grab it at the same time. I'm like, give it to me, give it to me. It's like no, it's like Alon's like, man, you're fighting with a twelve year old girl. Yeah, That's I want it. Right. Was that Uji Maki? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like those seagulls in Finding Nemo. No, my, totally, my, that's, my, like, my, that's my students. My. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just got we got a massive donation. Um, from uh, Jeremy Cox and his wife. Nice, I love um, Jeremy. Back in back yeah. in January, because you know he's moving to Portland. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Whatever. somehow sabotage that so they can move. <laughs> but you know, um, Jeremy, or I think more importantly, his wife, uh, they came over to our house uh, for cocktails one night, and um, they, she. Was like, uh, we got a lot of books. You want to come pick them up? And I was like, nice. sure, fine. So, uh, January end of January, I took uh, took the family minivan over, mm -hmm. and literally uh, had filled the entire thing with comics and graphic novels from their garage. Like, oh, I, I really got like, some good stuff. Too. They had some great stuff in there. Yeah. Really cool and like. It's totally. It was totally a Finding Nemo situation where I brought in like the long boxes, yeah. just full of full of books, hadn't been sorted yet. You know, Jeremy had sorted them at one point, they yeah. got mixed up, yeah. and I was like, you know, I had them out on a Saturday. And I go, Guys, okay, it's the last 15 minutes. You guys can go through these boxes. Like don't hurt each other. Yeah, you know? yeah. We got one student, Adrian Perez, who. Like, you guys met him. Yeah, yeah Adrian. Yeah, yeah, we met him at oh, a free comic book. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, guys, yeah. you guys know Adrian. Adrian grabbed an empty long box and goes. Um, is it okay if I take this? And I go, for what? And he goes, for all the comics I'm going to take. I'm about, <laughs> to get, I'm about to get down. All right, that's fine. You know, <laughs> so he's like, I swear, it. you know, he's like in the long box. You know? Yeah. Like, Man. So how do you deal with like getting an overwhelming a lot of comics then? Like giving away to the kids, but then making sure to... You know, like, like, how do you determine which ones to give away free out, out there on your sidewalk? How, so you, like, how do you, like, you, yeah. you know? Yeah, because so I would see you guys it. giving those big Hulk books or the X-Men books right there. Yeah, yeah any, any, any graphic novels. Any graphic novels stay here. Yeah. Um, you know, if we have duplicates, sometimes, especially mm. if they're, like, unwrapped and gifts like that, okay. uh, we'll save them for, like, raffles during one of our free Because, like, after a while, you, you start to learn that, like, you know, a single-issue stack 
starts to get really, really big. And like, yeah. you know, we have over in the corner right there, those are all organized by artists, by anchor. So if you need them for direct, like, you get to see, like, just you get smart there. Or the one caveat is I organize those stacks so I make the students come to me first. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. Then, like, before you, like, uh, pull out the the Wally Wood and knock that entire bookcase over. You know, uh, mm -hmm. let, let me get in there and get it. Right. Yeah. I, I stole that uh, that organization system from Klaus Jansen. Mm. Uh, he was one of my teachers in New York. Nice. And I saw really he had his books organized like that. Awesome. And I was like, this is genius. Like just stacks of books with like index cards, so yeah. it's organized by artist. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. And then I was like. Murphy Anderson? Really? You got a Murphy Anderson? <laughs> no offense to Murphy Anderson. Yeah, but I was like, Klaus Jansen, Murphy Anderson? I don't see it. And he was like, I love Murphy Anderson. And then we start getting an argument over Murphy Anderson, you know. Um, but but I was like, I'm stealing this, you know. Right. So uh, Klaus was over at, at, it used to be at my house before I opened Lil Fish. And he saw it and he was like, you stole this. And I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, I did, Klaus. The best ideas, right, are stolen. Exactly, like, right? What made you come up with Little Fish? Like, what, what is the significance? Of the name, yeah. like specifically the name. So yeah. it comes from a, a children's book. You know, it's one of those kind of collage styles, kind of like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Very Hungry Caterpillar. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how, I don't think it's Eric uh, Carl, uh, the, the creator of those books. It's very much that same style, though. Gotcha. Uh, oh, Leo Leone. That was the, the author's name. And it's about, like, all these, all these fish that are getting uh, bullied by, like, a big shark. So they form together into the shape oh, okay, of a big fish, fish. Yeah, uh, yeah. but they're all still little yeah, fish, yeah. right? Right. Uh, and it just hit on what That's kind clever. of little fish is meant to be, right? Yeah, we're good. all together. You know, we're not trying to be like some big university, some mm -hmm. like expensive art school. We're trying to be like small, accessible, local, but like everyone can pull their resources, pull their influences, you mm -hmm. know, um, tap into the community, um, but all bandied together, yeah. you know, strength in numbers style. You know, it's, it's yeah, that's cool. I, I at first I thought it was um, took me back to this PJ Harvey song, "Down by the Water." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, little fish, yeah, yeah, oh, little fish big yeah, fish yeah. coming out the water. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, like that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's but um, awesome. how? What made you? Like, how did you come up with just the like store? Like, at what? When did you get it? You're like, you know what? At what age? You're like. Fuck it, I'm gonna open up my own uh, little place. So I had been uh, mentoring a after-school comic program. Playing footsie with you, Jay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know, I was like, oh, I kicked him. I was like, I'm sorry. We make all kinds of connections here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was mentoring a, um, a comic book after-school program uh, at a school down in Chula Vista. And uh, the teacher of that class, uh, uh, we started talking. We were like, hey, we should start this. Like, this would be cool. Like, yeah. basically do this all the time. And then we have a space that we can work in, you know. Um, and so we started it together. Um, he checked out after a year. Um, I forged on ahead. Um, and it was, you know, the first couple months, uh, we got the space in o Ocean Beach. And we had no students at first. And I was like, yeah. holy shit, I just took on a second rent. Mm. <laughs> And, you know, my wife was just starting her business, so it wasn't like, you know, there was, there was not an excess of money. So it was right, like, right. uh-oh, you know, and then, the and then we had one student. And I was like, okay, we got one student. Right. <laughs> and then we had two students in a month. And, you know, and then okay. just started building, you know. And um, we, uh, we do summer camps here. We have a big summer camp program. And we had a good turnout the first year of summer camps. And that's when I, I felt like, I think we can do this. Yeah. This is going to stick around. You know, up till then, you're like, 
you know, you're like, it, it's bleeding money, and you're like, yeah. well, how long, you know, I want to keep this going, but how so long can we keep is it going? not, like, so hold on, how do you make money here? Do you not? It's, it's not profit, right? It's not profit, yeah. So, okay, yeah. so the kids, like, they come in for free? Or no, 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 they, they charge, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. They pay tuition every month. Makes sense, then. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. They get uh, that, get that uh, direct. The nonprofit. That way, you, you keep them coming because the parents gonna be like, "Listen, I paid. You gonna show up?" Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Money. When I was, if I was a kid, my mom would have would have paid definitely for me to come. Yeah. Should have been like, "Yep, no doubt." Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. And that's you know. that's the cool. That's that's the parents that I like to see. You know, some parents obviously like who get it. They know. Like my mom's, yeah. my, she, my mom's would buy me coloring books and crayons and anything artistic just because she knew it kept me out of trouble. It kept me yeah. interested in something. Um. I was just not distracted by it, but it was just like it was my interest. She was so, like, you know what? It's a positive. So you know, anything you want. If I, if I want a coloring book, you know, hook yeah. it up. There you go. Not every yeah. parent you know? sees that. And they don't. Yeah, and they, totally. don't. Yeah, they, yeah. Don't. Yeah. they don't. They don't. They yeah. don't. And I realized, that, you know, the blessing that she bestowed upon me. And Get your yeah. kids addicted to comics because they'll never have any social skills to join a gang. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll be too awkward. Yeah. 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 That's it, JJ. Like for me, I think because this was my story growing up too is my parents didn't get comics. It's not like they were like, oh, I see like the value right, in right, this. Right. Yeah. They're going to have a future, but they it's were like, okay, it's like an outlet and like, it's you know, if he's into it, you right. know, that's fine. So you know, right. and so for me, it's like, you know, I value the parents that are like big comic fans. And they, yeah, you know, like, that's cool. But I think for me, I really connect to the parents that, uh, that will call and they're basically like, I don't know, I don't really get this, but my, mm-hmm. my kid loves it and I think they're talented. And can you help them do something with can it? you like, Further, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Them, they don't you know, know and those are the best because they don't yeah. know what to do, but they yeah. realize, like, you know what, there's I gotta do something, and so it's purely motivated by love, right? And right, like, yeah, right, and yeah. that's the best. And, and then, like, if, yeah. if you can always pump that up and reiterate that and let people know that that's kind of where it is, yeah, that, it, that's that yeah. love, you know, it's a good thing, too, because you can't find something like this everywhere, so right. you know, there's like if there's a kid somewhere. It doesn't live here in San Diego or California, someone that wants to do that and can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no outlet for them. So for here, it's cool that you have kids coming in and they're like, you know, you never know. They might be the future freaking, you know, head of DC, Marvel or something. You guys get a call like, hey, guys, what's up? It's totally true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me, meeting Adrian, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Adrian's going to be an editor slash dictator. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> like, my whole thing was like, I remember still the first time I met Adrian was it was a couple summers ago like i was bringing in some pages that i had uh picked up uh from who was it uh, mick gray gave me some pages he inked he says like yeah he gave them away to that comic studio mm. so it's like you know so i brought in these pages and then uh like all of a sudden it's like uh you know this like swarm of like little kids comes over to look at them but like one kid was just freaking out just like he was the littlest of the bunch of like oh my god this is the coolest thing ever this is like real dc comics art really <laughs> really it's like i don't believe it no it's really real it's signed and everything it's Oh, that's awesome. So I would come in and like, you know, he would always be there, but then like I would walk in in the front and Adrian would just be there like working by himself because Alonso considered him, uh, say it kindly, too much of a handful for yeah. the other students yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah. And like, he's got and a lot so, of energy. That's a good and way. so like he made him work in isolation. So I thought like, oh, I felt bad for the kids. So I'm just going to roll over. He's like, do you know anything about DC Comics? I'm like, I know a bit. It's like, do you know how this character works? Yeah, it's like the first appears here and they did that. So it's like, really? Do you know how they, they, yeah, you know, you can apply that. You know, maybe you've seen this cartoon or something like that. And it's like, you know, he just, he the thing is, he, he was a kid with like a billion questions, but I'm the guy with a billion answers. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we merged really well. <laughs> and, and so like, and like, 
people were just like amazed that I could keep up with him because yeah. like some of the people like he's like I I can't I can't he's just he's just too much I'm like for me it's like no he's not enough he's like he can still learn more right. he's still <laughs> learn more to write stuff right yeah. right he's awesome and he's still <laughs> he's young so you know he still has a lot yeah, more that 16. he can learn yeah. yeah yeah and that's that's the cool part too is you get that like personal thing that you you know. Like here you meet the students and then some I'm sure they probably just leave and you know maybe they don't contact. Yeah, they take and like then, one or two months or yeah. yeah. And but yeah. to get that one kid who's like always here or whatever, you're like, all right, he's here. He, and he is here. Like for he's gonna be every part every class. <laughs> and I, you know, we 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 like to just throw, you know, what pull whatever resources I can and just throw it at students. Like we've done like visits to the comic art gallery, of course, and the mm, station, yeah. visits to the IDW studios. Mm. Um, Klaus Jansen's been in, uh, Jeremy Cox has been in, uh, right. Batten Lab. Ash and Jackie Estrada have come in. Um, we just did a, a Phil Jimenez uh, like portfolio review over yeah. Skype back in December, which was right. cool. Uh, Phil's a great guy. Uh, you know, so I like to like just throw these things at, uh, at and the soon kids. to come. JJ them. Kirby. JJ Kirby. <laughs> Yeah, what's up? Hey, to get that hermit <laughs> out of his shell, you know? I even took them, I don't know if you guys know that, like, uh, San Diego State, you know, which is just a mile and a half away from here, um, has a uh, pop culture librarian. Really? Mm. She's amazing. Her name's Pamela Jackson. And so we had a field trip there, I think about a year ago, maybe a year and a half. And she had pulled a bunch of stuff from special collections out for us, including some old phantoms from like 1935 that oh, got in their collection. Mm. You know, it was it was awesome. And like um, I like to tell my students, like you don't even you don't need to be necessarily a student at state to access the library. Yeah. Like you can call and be like, hey, I want to come in. I'm doing research on this and this and this. Could you pull pertinent stuff for me? Right. And yeah. Librarians are awesome. You know, she'll do the research. She'll find stuff. And pull it, you know, it's 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 cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And students were I was cool watching them have their minds blown, like, oh right, like, right. That's what a library can be, you know, like you blow a kid's mind like that. It's oh, cool. it's it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, when I used to go to the library because I was always like, I want to read a comic, but there's no comics in the library. What the hell? Like yeah. there's goosebumps or the my own adventures. They're cool. But at the same time, I wanted you know, I wanted to look at some Spider Man. Even though I didn't know how to read that that well, I knew how to look at you know, pictures. You've got so, the pictures. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, Wolverine's finding somebody. I would just have my own story. <laughs> That's like, awesome. You took my sandwich, bub. And it's like, oh, that, that was the, that was part of the story. You know, yeah. Magneto just stole Wolverine's sandwich and Wolverine <laughs> was just trying to get it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was the fun thing. But to go, um, because I went to the downtown uh, library and all the way at the top where they have the rare books, uh -huh. they have a little section where they have comic books in there. I yeah. was tripping out. I was like a little kid and he was like, oh shit, they have this. They it's have crazy, this. right? Yeah. Things have changed. I was it's like, they consider this like, and it's like in their rare book section. I was uh -huh. like, oh wow. Yeah. I felt a little highbrow. I was like, oh, there we go. Had to raise right. my pinky a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah, we made it. I raised my pinky when uh -huh. I was in this book. Right? <laughs> I'm just glad the kids are still into comics and and I get, I bet you cats let them touch the comics. You let them see, you know, not just be like, oh, go to the movies and see the new Wonder Woman movie or see, you know, the new X Men or whatever. No, no, we don't let them see the Wonder Woman movie. Prop, prop gets like, you know, a, a female like status. No, no, not done for this. Not speak for those. Have you seen it? Have you seen Wonder yeah, Woman? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I know, right? That's what, what I was going to ask you guys. If you guys ever do anything where, like, before the movie comes out, you're like, you guys should read the essentials of this character before you watch the movie. We totally do stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, because students will be like, hey, what you is know, that? like, Where is that from? you that know, about? the first time that happened was when the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Mm. Like, Guardians like, of the Galaxy. Why are you doing yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy? It was right, Marvel yeah. doing the the left field, you know, like the reach around. Yeah, was yeah, like, it was yeah, 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 like, you don't know who these characters are, but we're going to do some weird stuff with them. Yeah. You're going to okay. like it. And so students were like, 
I need anything you have, you know, and so I just pulled like stuff that we had, you know, like from like Annihilation and like stuff actually that, you know, really feeds into the movie yeah. to like random stuff like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the original Rocky appearance in Hulk, you know, which mm -hmm. is basically a different character, but they're like, yeah. they want to read it because now like they're like into it and they want to know, yeah. you know, so like students were coming up to me. It's like, Matt, where can I learn more about Guardians of the Galaxy 2? That was awesome. Okay, here you can get all the info you need. Fantastic Four, volume one, two, three. Mm. <laughs> right, they, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was they, basically the Fantastic Four film I always wanted. Right. <laughs> well, no, no, for me, it's just like I know that like if I was around people who were hungry like that on a subject like that, like I definitely would plug them in with the right books. Yeah. Um, but I can't help but give them like you know, I guess the knowledge that I have would be like, yeah. oh, well, this is Marvel's, you know, why, why Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh -huh. Well, because Marvel can't do anything with Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. So they, they need to show now? the whole space aspect of their universe on the cinematics. And Guardians of the Galaxy is where it's coming from. Yeah. So like for me, because yeah. I grew up with them, and I remember the Jim Valentino era, where I was like, oh, this is. It was like the the potential of a character in the Marvel universe was cool. Like seeing Wolverine's ele you know evolution, or the character. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh wow, in the future, this could be that character. Like this is cool. So Guardians of the Galaxy for me was like, oh, this is. I remember those two yeah. stuff. And Rocket Raccoon was always one of my favorite characters also. Yeah. Like, I remember his first uh, appearance was drawn by Mike Mignola. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, doing back in the day. And I was like, oh, that book was so dope. It was so amazing. Artwork. To be able to share uh, that experience with a person who cares about it. Because I, I, I have a young Padawan that I, you know, that I, you know, educate on art and comics uh -huh. and whatnot. You know, yeah. DJ Parnell. Plug her up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try to help her to certain books. Uh, that she could be looking for, be attracted to, uh -huh. be around. I don't want. Yeah. Sometimes she'd be like, I don't want. I don't want to read that. I don't want to look at that. I'm like, Well, I can't, you can't give her too much. Yeah. So if you give her just enough, it's like anybody. So with the kids, just, up slow, there, you, just yeah. give them enough. Just like, and so the fact that they're showing a genuine interest in Guardians of the Galaxy and anything like that, it's like, oh, word. You know, with like, all right, group. His original appearance, he was a monster who used to fight back in the day. Hulk, you know. Talking full sentences. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Talking full sentences <laughs> yeah. and everything was a whole big character. So this is a whole different spin on that, you know, and why they did that. Well, how did that work? Well, this writer did this, trying to flip an old school character. And this is, this, th that, talking that way could also educate them on how things get done. Uh -huh. Or how things lead into fun. And how they, they evolve and change. How evolve and why they change. change you know? And the beauty of comics. Like, yeah. say, to be able to <coughs> pick a book off of your shelf and... Be my child uh, likes to draw manga. Or my child uh, wants to do comic strips. You know? mm. Like, they do web comics mm. um are you going to change their style and i'm like no 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 like we're all about nah, like nah, nah, pushing them in nah, the direction baby. they're going nah, you know, yeah, right? like, nah, like, nah, like, like chill right like <laughs> don't worry like it's not know? about that if know? i think like they might be helped by looking at something related right absolutely you know like yeah, um, it's your mission to feed them exactly it's your mission yeah. to nourish them because they're 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 thirsty. Yeah. So you be like, you know what? Give them the goods. Give yeah. them the good. Exactly. Give them the good juice. Like, you come here, send your kids, send your kids here. <laughs> we'll give them the good stuff. You know, we won't give them that, that, that high fructose. <laughs> yeah, right. That. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Lonzo will teach them art, and then Dunford will not keep them hyper. And just like, <laughs> and he'll be to the point where like, okay, I've learned it. Shut up. And right. give them donuts. Then give them donuts. Oh, that's even better. Right? And one of our kids, Blake, totally reminds me of myself 20 years ago. He, uh, He's, I think Blake's 15. Uh, sorry, Blake. Uh, and he, Blake, you can tell, wants nothing but to Jim, be Jim Lee when he grows up. <gasps> Blake <gasps> wants to be Jim Lee. Just like, I mean, like, so Blake will be early, like, early, and early he, he knows his stuff, so he'll be like, 
Hey, um, I know Jim. I know Jim Lee. Like early on, did some Punishers. Do you have that? So like, yeah, I'll go yeah, over yeah. to the stacks. I know yeah. I have that in my stacks. Yeah. I'll pull that out and I'll be like, This um, is where he comes from, young man. I'll be like, Look <laughs> at this. This is Klaus Jansen eating early Jim Lee. And he's right. Like, what? This is how uh, Inca can like, affect. The yeah, artist. the way it looks. You, you know, know so do it's, in your mind, young man. You know, think of like early Jim Lee, Ink by Klaus. Yeah. And, and like you know where Jim Lee is now, according to what you see, but you know where yeah. it came from, what it could be, the potentials. You get the chance to recognize, like, oh, we had to wait on Jim Lee to evolve into what he is now. Yeah, Jim Lee didn't come out like right, like, right. You, know. you get to look on the shelf and pull out his whole era. You can get pull out his whole X Men run. Yeah, pull out his whole Wildcats era, his his, his Divine Right era, yeah. all that, yeah. and, and own it and love it and be like, wow, this is what it is. We had to wait on that, but you get to pick it and read it. Like, like I wish I can go back. And get that feeling again, yeah. but I've read it all. I mean, I, yeah. that's why. That's why I'm not mad at these Marvel essentials. I'm not mad at like you know just reading rare, just random stuff. Yeah. I think for me, I'm certainly still searching for that um, that that comic love, that euphoric, you know, totally. that wonder of like the, the, to just be like, you know what, the rest of the world right now, I don't care. Right now, yeah. I'm digging out with the mutants. You know, I'm what in mean? this world. Yeah, I'm yeah. in this world, and it's, and it's got me cooking on my own world. Yeah, you know, in my head. So it's like I'm getting off. Um, getting up, getting the knowledge where I can do this I mean, because I've seen like on oh, the comic book they've done that. Yeah. You know, and for a young mind or a fertile mind like that, man, it's amazing. So like to be able to, yeah, to do this. So this, is this what, did you, have you always wanted to do this? It was, you know, I, you know, going to art school, you mm-hmm. know, I loved, I loved doing research, you know, probably too much, you know, it was, it was my form of procrastination, you know. Hey. I cannot start today until I find the perfect Jose Luis Garcia Lopez post. I cannot they're start. They're all perfect. And they're right? all perfect. Right? Yeah, they but the one for this shot, right? Yeah, I cannot right. start, right? Uh, but that page is uh, doing like six hours. I cannot start, you know. Mm. Um, I, I was that kid. Mm. Um, and then, you know, um, graduating, moving back out here to San Diego. You know, I had encountered young kids, you know, through like family or friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd, I'd sit down with them and look at their art. And I loved like leading them in uh, a direction you know mm. like you should check out this yeah you know, not just yeah. like right, 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 not yeah. just you know the the normal like uh you need better anatomy your perspective oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's just like of course of you course know, you like, need that but, yeah. but the thing is to let them know the importance of better anatomy right. let them know the importance of getting better yeah exactly and then be like this is how you get better exactly. and it's like it's not that hard it won't be overnight and it could be overnight yeah it could happen like wow like i said for certain like Seeing Campbell on Gen 13, Jeff Campbell. Yeah. It was like, eh, his first issue, you know, his first preliminary artwork stuff, it was lumpy. It was cool. You know, yeah, it was yeah. dynamic, had the Arthur Adams flavor, yeah, the Jim yeah. Lee sexiness. It, it was like it was like, mm, okay. But then it was like he did the like I said, the first issue, then it's like or oh, the second issue of Gen 13 where his style just it, it went up a notch. I think yeah. it ended up he implemented some Ooh. Walt Disney. You know, he implemented uh-huh. something in there which is it cleaned up. It just mm-hmm. tightened up. It was just like it happened overnight, was... or you know, with the, with the whole issue. And he was like, "I'm going to do this," and it, it reflected it in the whole issue. It was like, wow! It was, it was the issue where uh, Pitt was guest starring in it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it was like it can happen overnight, regarding you know, depending on what you are influenced by. Yeah. But it's like it still took him years to learn how to draw. Um, muscles by memory mm-hmm. to be able to tap into the aesthetics of what makes a woman attractive you know right and doing the knowledge on what makes them attractive to him right not necessarily you know what makes them attractive to everybody else but you got to first be like what what attracts the artist and then you got to be like all right who am i who am i who's my audience i gotta cater to everybody now what do they like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but i still got to give it to them in yeah. my way 
So, you know, it, it, you got to learn how to do that type of stuff. Exactly. So. Exactly. And it, it's cool to watch the students make those leaps or even just oh, I bet. Because that's, that's that thrill. Like, it's like, it's your investment in them. That's, that's, it's like a teacher. It's yeah. like a... Because you're, help, you're it's, helping it's like them create, parent. and it's then like, you're like, whoa, they, you know, they it's can a create mentor. something else. It's a sensei. It's, something, it's like you see them grow. You see them bump their head, and you see them get up and, and learn from it and go forward. And it's like, yeah, you're going to be something special on this planet, or, or at least in your area. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, I know, yeah. even, like for myself, I know that growing up, I was I was the most talented and most creative in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> on my block, uh-huh. you know, in my city <laughs> like that. And it wasn't like I was like, you know, like, oh, I'm fine art special or this and that. I just had flavor. Yeah. And uh-huh. I was in it for what I did. I was like, yeah, I was on your radar. Uh-huh. You know, you do this type of scenario in, in Dayton, yeah. you know about me. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it was like, yeah, that that was cool. And then you you know, you, but you know, you, you get out here after years of developing your style, and you realize like, man, there's so many people, so many different styles, so many whatevers or whatever. But I just held it down for my, you know, I know my, I knew where I where I gauge myself. Uh huh. Exactly. But I didn't have anybody around me really besides uh, my two high school home homeboys <laughs> who uh, did comic book art with with me. You know, Mike yeah. Metcalf and, and Boogie. And so, uh, but for us, they, they were the only ones. That, like say if I, if we had something like this, it would have been a whole different scenario. But you know, we had our class from high school, uh-huh. and then we would come up to the crib and we'd read Who's Who, oh, Marvel yeah. Universe, and draw our own universes, characters, and make our own our own little um, uh, Marvel, you know, our own yeah. characters in Marvel Marvel Universe style with the with the write up on the side and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then like he we'll get to the bad guys, I do the good guys. You know, we just had our own formulas, and you know, Mike was like, yo, we we just we just had that flavor character. You know, it was all cool. But it was like, can't get that now. But do you get that feel here? Like, you know, seeing them grow up, do you get that feel like, you know, like, like investing in them? Like, do y'all make your own, like, what kind of special things do y'all do here? Like, 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 do you make your own characters? Do you share a universe? Do you make your own comic books? Do, can you publish your own comic books? If they wanted to come at you and be like, we want to do a comic book. Like Little yeah. Fish Comics. Yeah, right. so we've done, that's, that's one of the things actually that um, I was waiting on our, our non-profit status mm. to start chasing some grants to do is open up a publishing wing, you know, okay. control first. Okay. Uh, we've had some students that have done web comics, nice. you know, until uh, like they're kind of natural end, like one kid graduated high school, so of course he's in art school now yeah. and he's like, I don't have time for web comics. I'm like, you know, that's fine. Of course. Know, it'll, 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 it'll be there. Get him to do a cover know. and that's it. No exactly, else. right? Just utilizing properly. Is, is there a... Like probably not because how you said you had a man who was like over 40 to draw that there's uh, no age limit right if somebody no. just wants to come learn this cash, come on in yeah. it's whatever <laughs> it just must feel kind of weird for an adult being in here and just a bunch of kids are like oh fuck it i'm gonna learn how to draw you know at first it's kind you know, of funny like the billy yeah. madison moment you're like oh, there's, a billy talented, madison. there's a lot of talented kids out there so like i said just no, yeah, no, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying for adults. I feel, I feel you, for adults. It's, it's a that's weird like, thing because like you come in and you're like, um, do you guys teach adults as well? And I'm like, oh, no, that's, cool. you know, and it's totally a valid question. I'll be like, yeah, we do. Yeah. And you kind of explain. And even the first couple of times, they're like, I don't know if this is the right fit. Understandably, you know, but like. I'd, if you got that knowledge, that's yeah. all that matters. And it's cool because I, I see them getting stuff from each other, right? Of course. The older students obviously have like experience and like just, you know. Yeah. Maturity, you know, yeah, right, like they're right. not, you know, they're not like 
do you have the do you have to uh, deal with uh, of older people fighting from the younger people? Right, they try to steal their ideas. Oh no, we haven't had that yet. <laughs> okay, That'd be some drama. You know what I mean? Oh. Because you know they would know. I bet you would know. I bet they would know. But it's because you know what I'm saying. It's like you know, being an older person, you'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna borrow that yeah. <laughs> for this gig. That's or, a nice idea. You know what I mean? I, that they was original. You know yeah. what I mean? You like you, you take the idea, but you bring the kid down. You're like, that's a dumb character, but I'm gonna borrow <laughs> oh, it. You, know? you should throw that down. away. Yeah, oh, throw horrible. that away, kid. That's not gonna work. You just put it in my desk. <laughs> right, right. That's all that. No, do you guys also teach them how to write for yeah, comics, so we'll not do, just draw? Yeah, yeah. So we'll do writing classes um, and. You know, sometimes, specific, like I have some students, Adrian is kind of like this. Adrian, you know, probably 80% is focused on writing. Yeah. I have one uh, student right now, Stephanie. Um, she's an adult. Um, she's got like a life. She's a big uh, advocate for uh, pit bulls and them being treated mm. humanely. Yeah. Um, and so she came to us uh, two months ago and was like, I want to write a graphic novel. Okay. And I was like, have you written one before? And she was like, nope, and I don't know how. And <laughs> I want to write one because it's something I believe in. So she's got like super powered pit bulls and they're like rescuing pit bulls mm. from, from fights and from captivity. Okay. And so like we're helping her like break down like a 48 page graphic novel yeah. um, into a script. And then, you know, she started talking with some of the students I can tell. She's like, she'll be here like eyeing some students' work. Like maybe I want them to draw. Maybe I want you know, like she is, you know, so that's does she, cool. so does she, so, she has a pool so, so to just choose from. So she, is she here because she paid to be up in here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she's here. So, she's so, writing the script. So do you have a, a full house or like small house? It depends or? on the day. So like during okay. the week, um, like, I would say the average is like six, like four to, four to seven students okay. you know, per class. Um, and that's like our Tuesday, Wednesday, well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday classes. Uh, okay. Fridays, we don't have classes for like special events, um, okay. stuff like that. Um, our Saturday class um, is full, and by full I mean all 18 chairs in here, and then usually like there's students. And then some, yeah. yeah, and then some like yeah. someone hanging from the rafters. So what is the difference? What are you doing on Saturday? What's, what's uh, Saturday, I think it's just easiest for parents to, to get it. here. You know, um, you know, all, all our drop, classes. They drop them off to go on dates, right? <laughs> or like I, uh, there's there's one couple where uh, they'll drop off their daughter. She's been taking classes here for four years, and you know since we moved out of OB, they're like. Oh, it's a new neighborhood to explore breakfast spots. So they're yeah. like, they'll go and get breakfast. You know, they're like, mm. how long hours. do the classes usually run? Uh, two hours. Two, so hours? two hours. Yeah. Okay. You probably yeah. Go real fast when you're having fun too. Oh yeah. No, it's crazy. Like especially because summer, you know, on vacation now, all the kids, you get a lot more. We get a lot. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot during summer, um, and then we get a lot for summer camp, of course, and you know. So having okay. ha having different kids up in here, requiring different things from you, all sitting together. Do you how do you separate it? Like, oh, this is just the writing kids. These are the art kids over here. Like, you know, how do you do? You put, do you put them all together? And like, like a question. Is there a kid yeah. who specifically wants to be like just an inker, or you know, someone totally. who just wants to be like um, you know, a, a certain specific. thing? You know, something specific. Yeah, and and so what we'll do is like uh, we'll either do kind of classes, you know, and it might change month to month, might change every couple months. Uh, classes that are focused on technique, like we might mm. do only inking for like you know two months. Okay, we're like. Uh, either I'm having students draw like say a portrait um, and then they're inking it or I might uh, print out blue line of like anyone from Kirby to John Romita Jr. Mm -hmm. um, I like things that are structural because then they've got to like really find the yeah. structure and then they can embellish it if they want overwork afterwards mm -hmm. but they can't like kind of muddle their way through the detail and kind of cheat their <laughs> yeah. way you know, no no like... no because if you like come on come on son <laughs> like, <laughs> right. you're like you're gonna ink some John Romita Jr. or something right and, where's and, the drawing and, go and, yeah. you know what I mean it come out it come yeah. 
know, sloppy. You can't be doing that. Yeah, I mean, because it's <laughs> John Romita Jr. If it, you know, if you mess that up, people we can know tell it. you messed it up. We can see it. You know what I mean? We gonna call you out. You know, it's not, it's not a diss. It's just like we want to see some pleasing stuff to the eye. Yeah, and it's cool because I had, I had one student that. Uh, was looking at John Romita Jr. Um, some of John Romita Jr.'s best stuff, you know, things by Klaus Jansen. Mm. And um, and so this kid is looking at uh, Klaus Jansen. Klaus has such a, a idiosyncratic, kind of brutal inking style. He that's, does. That's not it, easy it, to it's not, I, 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 yeah. Like when I first got aware of him, it wasn't like I was, I was like, oh, Klaus Jansen on somebody. I wasn't feeling it was, it was too it was too strong. Yeah. But it's like over the years, I've realized to realize to appreciate you know what he brings to the table, and I'm like, it is very strong. It is very yeah. like you know he, he he knows what he's doing. He knows yeah. how to draw. Yeah, he knows, yeah. you know yeah. he's an yeah. artist. I feel like that way with like Romita at first because like yeah, it's too square. It's right, too right, right, right. I'm thinking like, eh, but then it's like you get older, it's like he appreciates the dynamic. Right, right, right. Is just like oh, it's a visceral. He was, he was the guy it. who was making Romita right, block, right, but right, right. Like, you know, he was still making it pop. Right, 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 right. I didn't realize how much of the Daredevil stuff Klaus was bringing to the table. Right. Like, oh shit! Like finishes. Right. Fi- like finish pencils, inking and coloring. Right. You know, right. Like, right. Right. Every beast, damn day. Beast, you know. Beast, yeah. Beast, man. Please. You got to respect that and cool. give it up. Yeah. So, but, it, so this kid, you know, he's looking at Klaus, and I'm like, this is not a good fit. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I. One for me, really underrated inker, uh, at least by you know younger fans and um, kind of beginning pros is Al Williamson. Love Al Williamson. Al Williamson. He JRJR on Daredevil. Yeah, you know, right. This thin kind of delicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I remember that. I remember that. And so you know, with with. with Al Williamson, he had this way of inking, especially kind of like uh, sections where you've got parallel lines where someone might do mm, like cross hatching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just do like these thin, thin kind of like unruled lines. So they're a little shaky, detailing. but they have this kind of like yeah. energy to them. Yeah, 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 they're shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids are like, sort of at first they're like, I don't know. Wow. They're like, I want to be, I want to be Scott Williams. You know, that's what it's I want to do. You know? Scott is clean. Because Scott's clean, Scott's right? They want that. Clean. And they're like, I understand what you want. Yeah, Try yeah, this. Yeah, and then they do it and they're like, oh, this looks like those Daredevils. I was like, yes, because yeah, like, yeah. you're following this, you yeah. know, because what he's doing is like, I, you know, it's not any less quality than, than Klaus, no. but it's it's easier for a beginning artist I found to approximate, you know. The way you describe it, it makes me think of, um, you ever seen Home Movies? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah how like, it's very like, uh, like that. It's totally like that. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is, is yeah, it kind of yeah. like how um, Frank quietly kind of draws? A little yeah, bit like that. Because like, yeah. when, yeah. when I look at it, it, it kind of feels hand. like there's a little shake. There's a shake to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what this is, but I like it. Like, it calls to me. It's and, weird. And Frank will often ink his backgrounds without a ruler. Like, when he inks yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, it's like, because those, to freehand that, yeah, you can get away with that if you, if you, your time. Yeah. But I think I don't know if the he likes like boxes or not. Because if he if he like if he does all this yeah. this, this straight edge in his light in his layout, then he can freelance he can freehand that over over uh, a light box. Yeah. And still get that straight line, but still keep it organic or whatever, and get the perspective and everything precise. Because he is a precise. Oh, oh beautiful. beautiful. Like, yeah, I love his art. He that, uh, is a what is it, Jupiter's Legacy? Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's been lagging on the final issue for like a while. For a while. Yeah. But it's like, but it's like when he was on Authority, I remember when he first came to uh, Wildstorm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember seeing him like on Authority, and I was like, my God, this cat is. His storytelling. Storytelling is, is amazing. amazing. Yeah. It's right? like, it's like, it's like, yeah. he, he's, he's one of those, like, like him, I'll say Aaron Weisenfeld, like those were artists. That were so advanced on storytelling, 
so about it on storytelling right. mm-hmm. that you don't you didn't even know it. Yeah. But you yeah. but you just was like, oh, I'm soaking it. Like for me, it's just like you know, I Quietly is one of those artists that I I started with, and he was like an acquired taste. Why are people so right. ugly and happy and right, 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 right. big bug guys and everything? Because he's taking but, you to his and world. It's like you exactly. know, he but he yeah. you I learned to appreciate the scenery and the atmosphere, that Very, yeah. and the storytelling, despite yeah. the ugly people. And of right. course, yeah, I, I love the people. And yeah. and the whole thing there stems from you know he actually is. Um, he actually started off as oh we didn't have the ducks in here. Uh, <laughs> he actually started off as up. a comedic artist for a like comic in the UK called The Bruins. Oh, I remember and, that. And really? of course, like and so he just did this funny comic. And the thing about The Bruins you see is these characters. Every single one of them is in motion. There is no character that is just sitting there yeah. not doing something. Every character is doing something. Mm-hmm. So when you look at a Frank Whiteley book, every character is in motion, falling over, doing stuff. There's no that stagnation. It's all about action. It's that's, that's why it works with action. Right. Yeah. yeah, with Jupiter's Legacy, it works yeah. so well because there's all that. Like, I love that. Like, and Mark Millar writing on it, I was like, it's, it's amazing. Oh, it's, I think you said it, JJ. It, it, it's very much his world. Like, it yeah. feels like I love yeah. artists like that. Yeah. You know, Thank and you like, his world, you got to get down with it. Because yeah. like, even how he chooses to do destruction or chooses uh-huh. to do like you know, like it. He and I and and your favorite artist can draw an airport, mm-hmm. and he'll do it with the most minimal. Lines mm-hmm. will have the most gravity to it because you, it's just like it just gives you what you need. Yeah. All you need is here's some here's some lights, some landing lights. Here's here's where the grass is. Here's where the cement yeah. is. Here's, you know, here's the a dog king on a tree. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. like, 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 you, you, like you, you get to absorb it all. Yeah. He, he definitely picks shots where you get to eat from the table. Yeah, you get to absorb it all with your eyes, and then like uh. believe. What he puts down, if you and if you're cool with how he draws his women, uh-huh. if you're cool with how he draws his people, you can you, you got can, no problem. You got yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. It's all love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like say, um, what he did uh, week three. Remember uh, that one? Oh, of course, oh, yeah. man. He did animals, cy- cybernetic animals, uh, and everything. God, All Star Superman. Oh, just genius. He's one of those like 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 genius, and I'm like like getting to be able to witness his um, progression in the industry, yeah. to be able to check for his growth in the industry, yeah. his, his track record, is, is a blessing to mine. It's like, that's what comics has become now for me. I can't go get this, X-Men like think. I used to. Yeah. But, yeah, but you can like, track Frank Quiet. I can still track. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when, 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 I, when um, Olivier Coipel uh-huh. was coming, right. when, he, when he did... Um, Thor. Oh, oh. Um, um, Legion Lost. Legion Lost in the early when he early did thousands. when he was yeah. dropping that. Dan Norton and I were like, you know what? What's up with this cat? And Dan was like, this cat, he's he got kinetics. He's There's not, something, it's not, right? It's, it's yeah. not pretty, yeah. Yeah. but it's like it's like it's got kinetics, and he has such a raw, rough, scratchy yeah. style, and it wasn't pretty. But he can make a character bounce and stretch and emote. Yeah. So then you like then they they it kept giving him work, and then he got the chance to draw issue after issue of these characters of this world and practice a style because that will knock the kinks out of you when you're mm-hmm. under deadline yeah, you gotta pay yeah. the bills or you're getting a chance to do something or whatever and so you got to see him evolve from um, Legion to Legion Lost which was like a 12 issue miniseries or whatever and then like after that uh, do a couple issues or do like some spot illustrations or whatever yeah. and then go from there to um, where he did uh, what was he doing after that uh, I want to say that's when he got to Marvel 
I think that's what House of M. That's when he left to yeah. go to his new House yeah. of M. And so, that was like, a, and then that was him yeah. jumping again. Yeah. So it's like happy, oh, happening overnight. Also drawing House of M. Yeah, he yeah. did House and of M. Yeah. Like the the art in House of M. Yeah, his art his art style changed. He got more refined. He got more refined, and then a year after that, he joined Straczynski on Thor, which is the best of his career. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So it's just like so it's like that's like wow really yeah and the thing was the J Michael Straczynski and I, I think I said before that it was a I misquoted and said Brian Michael Bendis but it's J Michael Straczynski yeah the Ghostbusters who was, the, who was one of the writers on Ghost Ghostbusters the cartoon so I was like you know I had to put that out back out in yeah, the universe yeah. properly yeah. so you know but but get this, this leads nice. me to like this this other question nice. that I'm pretty sure we're gonna have to do an episode about it which is Classic. who do you like say um. Like how we're talking about Frank Quietly, writer and artist. Uh-huh. What do you prefer him most as, as an artist or a writer? Where is he written? What? Well, because that's about the, the you mean Frank back. Miller? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank oh. No, that's no, no, Frank Miller wrote the Bruce. Well, Frank, Frank no, Miller, Frank no, Miller as well. No, Frank Quietly. But quite, yeah. yeah, quite. But also, yeah, like, I'm, ta- I'm talking like we could do this could be an episode where like any because you know artists usually do everything. Uh-huh. I didn't no, know that no, Ripper Mender no, would draw no, and no, write. No, no, not all artists do everything. a lot of some artists who can't write for nothing. I think Frank just draws, right? I think I think he just draws. Not saying that he can't write something. No, but this like I'm saying, like, like with Ripper Mender, I did not know Ripper Mender drew. I just thought. He wrote and I love how he I writes. I, I saw some of his art and I'm like, that's pretty nice art. In fact, Bendis had a wonderful quote back in the day when he was just doing his independent image books and he got a call from Joe Casada one day and saying, it's like, hey, I want you over at Marvel. He's like, you like your, you, uh, you like my art? And Casada said, no, no I hate your art, but I love your writing. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's when you got to know your strength. Exactly. So like being here at Little Fish, I'm sure it's like one of those things where you can see this, you can see the strength of a child or a, or, or a student and help nurture them. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Do you, it, it, does that become your mission? Or yeah. do you try to keep it general? Because like sometimes you can you can invest in people and be like, you know what? Now I'm you know you know I, I'm not gonna get too invested. Yeah. I got to keep it uh, equally spread across the mm-hmm. you know the war for everybody. Show love to everybody. But I can't even front if there's somebody be like you know what? But he's he's got he's got the glow or, yeah. or she's got the twinkle. Special, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like. Uh, I feel the energy in here where you probably got a lot of kids up in here with the glow and the sprinkles and everything. Oh, totally. Yeah. Just, how, how do you figure out what they kind of got? It, I mean, a lot of times they'll come to me and they'll be like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is who I want to be, you know, um, or even a little bit more subtly. Like I had one student uh, recently. Um, she's young, but she's, uh, her background's Brazilian and Portuguese. Mm. And like, so her family travels. Yeah. You know, she she's, got that flavor. She's worldly, you know, and. Mm-hmm. And she was working on, uh, or working on a, uh, a piece. I think it's actually in your drawer, JJ. Um, oh, yeah, this color one oh. right down there. Um, and she was like, oh, dang. she was oh, like, wow. uh, she's she's 14, and she was like, I need, you know, I I want to introduce a little bit more Mobius into my work. And I was like, all right, yep. let's go there. Let's go to Mobius. Here we go. Yeah. You know, so uh, I pulled the Mobius that I have. You know, pulled it out of the studio, out of out of my office, and I was like, don't. Let this leave. No. Which, you know, which movies? Um, I pulled um, not Arzak for because it's got some nudity. So, yeah. you know, um, Airtight Garage, um, um, Goddess, which is okay. uh, a very clean line, and then uh, Dark Horse put out uh, the Adana book um, mm. this past fall. So what's you know, what's the name with um, the guy he does a lot with? Who was the original director of Dune? Uh, Jodorowsky. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, reading a lot Jodorowsky. of those like, before the Incall and the Incall. Like, but he uh, uh, Mobius didn't draw the before uh, the Mobius Incall. drew. But yeah, just the Incall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Incall. And, and then, um, had, like, what, what is the, the bird and the the cat? 
Like that's that's yeah, a short the one. Cat. Yeah, yeah, um, and that was Mobius, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was Mobius and yeah. uh, Jaroski, and yeah. he did like four of them that they're now releasing them on Comicsology because uh-huh. I, I get all my stuff on Comicsology. And I have yeah. Drone so. picking up the slack on it. No. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, a, a documentary uh, recommendation. Jodorowsky's Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Amazed that movie yeah. would have been wow, man. Yeah. Salvador Dali in the movie. Yeah. Um, crazy. Mick Jagger and Mick Jagger. Yeah. Uh, was it was it H. G. Well, no, which Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Wells, yeah, Wells right. was supposed ah, to be so much potential that could have uh, been there. Geiger, uh, the, yeah, the original. Yeah, Geiger, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like for the re- original Doom. Doom. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, wow. yeah. It's okay. it's a documentary that they made. It's an amazing. I I watch it all the time. It's the now, same thing with the this, Superman one with Kevin Smith. Right. Yeah. Now, now yeah. this may come as a shock to some people. I actually tried reading Inkle and I couldn't get through it. No. Two European map. It's no, it's not too European. It's just like it's just like story that it's really pretty, but it's just not making sense. I'm like, and That's you European. lost, and yeah. you yeah. lost, and you lost. That's how yeah. I feel with Grant Morrison sometimes. <laughs> I feel like that's right, a lot yeah. more Morrison. You're like, I'll be and you can imagine, and you can imagine yeah. how I feel with Adrian yeah. because Adrian yeah. is the world's biggest Morrison fan, yeah. and Morrison has given him that title of like my favorite reader. I, I and so now I have to like you know you're like you're just so Morrison did this and did this and did this and like and. and and you just <laughs> and when I actually brought Adrian to see Grant Morrison at a signing at Meltdown Comics, the two of them talked nonstop for two hours straight. Damn, it was great. I've never seen such amazing synergy between a creator and a fan in my entire life. It's like they they get each other. If if you Google search, I'm doing it right now. If you Google search uh, Grant Morrison super fan, uh, first image that comes up. Oh, it is <laughs> Grant with Adrian. There they are. Damn. Damn. Comic Con. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny because when I try to read stories like of Morrison or any art or writer that kind of is like trippy, yeah. I feel like I'm drunk. Even you though totally. I'm sober, I'm like, yeah. what the hell is going on? I got to go back to the page. And You're not just in a new world. It's like a new reality. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Well, um, where, quick, yeah, we're wrapping up. So that last two questions. Who's, who's your favorite art? Like, like pencil artist like, and writer. Yeah. Um, you know? uh, I'll, I'll give like five and like what I get from them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, um, as an inker, that's most of my freelance work. Uh, yeah. As an inker, um, if I could just like. Uh, um, wear Kevin Nolan's skin and become Ooh, Kevin Nolan. Kevin Nolan. Right, I know. He's a, ooh, I love Kevin I would just become Kevin Nolan. Yeah, right? he's amazing. Um, along those lines, also Wally Wood. I love Wally Wood. Um, uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez yes. for his effortless he's storytelling. Perfect. You know. Um, um, Alex Toth for his nice. simplicity yes. and, and approach to spotting blacks yes. and perfection in he's storytelling. Okay. Um, and, and I think Mobius, well, Mobius and Frank Quietly for that thin, that thin graceful organic. energy yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. world building simplicity, that they seem to do. But, yeah. But yeah, like, like, like you, you, you still fit, you, you still, you still like, yeah. you know, satisfied. I mean, Arzak, right, is silent. And every page, you feel like words would just be, you know, it would mess yeah. it up. It would mess yeah. it up. You yeah. know, it's it's so rich. You know, mm-hmm. wow, that's me. I can't even front. Like I wouldn't even want you to pick one child. That's <laughs> that's a lot. That's of too hard. No, I know we've like, asked you before, Matt, yeah, but you so know, Matt, just you have, have any changed? Have you added any new, new ones? ones or... I added any new ones. Let's see. How do my artistic tastes stand? Well, you know, I always grew up, uh, you know, as a big Spider-Man guy. So like, I've always been in love with Ditko and Romita Senior. Um, of course, I also like you know have a great appreciation for Romita Junior. I pretty much will like you know go for everything he, he goes. Yeah. And like you know, big still Ian Churchill fan. No matter what Ian draws, mm-hmm. I pick it up because he is just that 
fun of an artist, and yeah, I have, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to say I have a piece of Ian Churchill art hanging on every wall in my house. Yeah. Wow! And awesome. if you don't believe Worse. me, you can come over and see. Worse. Uh, but of course, man? another artist that I just really <laughs> just go nuts for these like. Sean Murphy, I can't help but love oh, Sean yeah, Murphy. Yeah, he's just like, he's everyone just, should go nuts for yeah, Sean Everyone Murphy. should go yeah. nuts for Sean Murphy just yeah. because like you read a book and he has this pacing where it's just like it's like quick, but he takes you to the he story and you're you like, there. it's yeah. over? It's yeah, over? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want more, but it's like he makes you plow through a yeah, story because yeah. his storytelling is that good. That clean. I have, to, I have to make one shout out for this book that I've been reading also. Like recently I was looking, you know, and I, I, I tend to keep the library fairly, fairly balanced, but I was like, I don't want to make a trip to the store and be like, you know, when we were talking JJ about, you know, like, ooh, that, I read that when I was a kid. Yeah. I feel like I'd made a lot of those trips yeah. recently. I was like, I got to balance it out a little yeah. bit. You know, I can't just be by Stockton Library for myself. Um, there's this amazing book. It's called uh, A Thousand and One uh, Comics to Read Before You Die. Oh, uh, oh it's edited by Paul Gravett, comic historian. Okay. Um, and I, I saw this in Barnes and Noble um, a couple years ago. Um, it's taken me like this point to finally get around to it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna open this book. I probably I'm probably familiar with like 990 of them, but you know, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna humor this book, right? right? I start flipping through it. I don't know like 10 books in a row. And I'm hmm. like, what's the deal with this book? Because it, it starts chronologically in 1837. Oh, it's like pro okay. comics. Mm. Runs all the way through 2012. And usually, usually, you know, usually with lists you come across online, it's like 100 graphic novels. Yeah, and they're, 50 all, best they're all kind of the stories. same. You know, and you can you can tell the bias. Up. You know, it's going to be American stories, number one, right? Two, or it's going to be like preacher uh, somewhere in there. Yeah. Why the last man? Stuff it's going like to be like Western stories, or it's going to be like they actually mean 50 best superhero graphic novels yeah, and stuff yeah, like this. Yeah. This book, there's like no bias in it. It just runs 1837 to 2012 and just runs its order, it's chronologically. So like you mm. can have like an Indian uh, humor book mm. next to like a manga about fishing, literally, <laughs> um, which apparently was incredibly popular really? next to the Dark Phoenix Saga. And then you like it, so it just bam, 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 bam. Mm. And so like I've started using that book to stock things for the library where I'm like, I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that. You know, so like, so I started picking up stuff and being like, kids, look what I got. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. picked up a couple of like the old uh, uh, woodcut uh, silent comic from like the 1910s. Oh, wow. Okay. These things are amazing. They're gorgeous. Silent, dark stories about like, you know, because this is right around like the, the Russian Revolution, mm. the World War One, the mm. end of World War One. So it's, it's dark and, you know, it's about, you know, these themes kind of pertinent to today. Yeah. And, um, you know, and kids will be like, what's this? You know, because now they're like, I'm like, well, this kid's is Prince Valiant by yeah. Hal Foster. <laughs> yes. So read yes. it and weep, yes. right? Yes. You think you're going to be the most detailed artist? Yeah. Uh, Hal Foster already got there. Right, right. He got there 80 years ago, you know, right. or Sergi Topi. Right. Sergi Topi. Right. I, I just, oh, I just got to ask because yeah. I've been reading these, um, again, on Comixology because they've been throwing them there, but uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. You oh, guys amazing. Have I actually, I, I, have... I just finished the first volume and damn, dude. I, I that's one of those things. Did you see the art of it? Oh, the art of the writing is amazing. I read that all growing up when I think it was. Marvel, I think, published it through their Epic line. Mm -hmm. um, in like, uh, okay. you know, like 32 page collections, maybe 48, there was mm -hmm. Squarebound. And so I, I borrowed those from a friend or bought them and then lost them. Um, and I realized recently that's one of the ones that I'm like, no, we have that. And I realized we don't yeah, just because yeah. it's still so fresh in my mind. Mm -hmm. I believe it's Dark Horse now that releases it. I think Dark Horse does Yeah, because, it. Yeah, because yeah. they also released that, um, with it, Usagi? I always get it yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, Usagi Jimbo. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm reading some of that. Um, uh, what is it? 
a battle something Alita battle angel oh yeah yeah, yeah that's like, good stuff yeah, yeah I was like damn it because I wanted to get more into manga but I just didn't know yeah how and, do you do it you know I started yeah. reading um, this was through that book I was like I need to pick up some Astro Boy oh, and I thought yeah. like just to have it but I started reading it and I was like holy fucking shit this mm-hmm. book is on point yeah really. This is an intense, awesome, amazing book. You know, right. From 1950, you know. It will surprise you. It also, right, you know, and kids will be like, I draw kind of cartoony, and I'm like, hey kids, I just brought two volume Pogo. Check it out, yeah. like, right. read it in week. Nice. Like, right. Have you, um, what is it, um, Bone? Have yeah, you, okay. of course. Okay. That's one of the ones, um, you know, and I try not to get mad. I think I've had to replace that, I think, three times now. Did like, you buy the thing? Reading yeah, the yeah. only one, because yeah. that'll disappear, you know. Right? No, uh, that that's one of those ones where you'd be like, What these what is this cartoony looking what is the dilly and then after winter, right after right after winter hits, boom, you're hooked. Yeah. And then like, it's like, yeah. oh okay, and then you want then you go through the whole adventure and it gets serious and everything, you're like, yeah. Wow, this is an adventure. And then it's like when it's all over and it's done, you're like But I want more. <laughs> yeah. You know, what happens next? What's going right. on? And you know, it- and that's just good writing and good art because like that's just if, if yes, you can read something that makes you read it so quick and you're like what the hell i yeah, can't I wait another more. month you're, you're like jonesing for it yeah that, that, that's, and that's we we go comment. back to this all the time but that's how invincible feels for me mm, it's like yeah, you, know, you know we're both mad that it's ending but it's just like i've reread that whole series i don't know how many times the same with the walking dead i've reread the walking dead so many damn times yeah i've just, only read the first 12 issues of invincible but it's like that 12th issue was like having one of those most powerful lines of dialogue yeah. I've ever had in my entire life that just threw me for a really? Which one? I still have you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's about to, he's like, you ain't gonna have nothing. Yeah. He's like, I still have you, Dad. Oh. And you're like, oh, Mark. Oh, man, the fields. Yeah. I gotta get my permission slips to go on a fields trip. <laughs> it's like, oh. damn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was just awesome that by the 10th was the issue, they just had that full-on battle. Like, the, yeah. the action just... Dude, Ryan Otley is like completely uh, flipping what you think is yeah. the premise of the book. Yeah. yeah. And then FCO, when he came in to do all the inking, I was like, whoa, but like, I love Crabtree. Like, yeah. The, the Sixth Gun, I recommend that book. The Sixth Gun is an amazing book. Yeah, that's book, right. Man. It's like I love Western it. steampunk. It's, yeah. yeah, Western steampunk with like the six guns that are from like hell. That's right, yeah. But they've changed weapons every century. So they've been a sword, they've been guns, and like stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. That's, is that Oni? Is it yes, Oni? yes, Oni yeah, Press. Oni puts that out. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that book. 50 issues, I believe. It's done already. Oh, okay, it's done. The okay. art of uh, Crabtree. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, his his coloring is uh, just amazing. Colin so Bunn, I believe, is the writer. Uh-huh. Uh, the artist, I, I always forget the artist. I feel so bad. <laughs> oh, amazing stuff. But yeah, there's just so many great stuff. Um, One last thing. We, we kind of were messing with this idea when we were at Indio Comic Con, which was like, if you had your own comic book shop, what would you name it? Mine would have been the, the negative zone. JJ's would have been, uh, was it Asgard or Midgard? Midgard. Yeah, Midgard Comics. Whoa, For yeah, me, yeah. it would still be the Android's Dun- hyphen gen. Like right. Android's Dungeon on, uh, on the Simpsons. Like, <laughs> get really fat so it could be comic book guy like <laughs> I always wanted. <laughs> you can buy fat suits and you know, start right. off now. Right. <laughs> I think at this point with Little Fish, um, you know, I've, I played around with the idea. I had some students a couple years ago 
And the two of them, like, were just so entertaining. Like, yeah. they've been friends since elementary school. I was like, I need a podcast. And then, you know, they both graduated and it never happened. Yeah. Um, and I've kept this around for my idea for, like, a comic store. Like, I would call it the Fishbowl, I think. Yeah. Maybe, like, you know, Fishbowl. Like, maybe, like, comic book store slash cafe, you know. Like, right. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee, yeah. Like there you go. Setup, you there know? you go. I was thinking, like, if there would be Big Fish comics and then Little Fish comic yeah. shop. You're like, okay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I, I have a friend. I'm actually going to meet him after, after we're done here. Yeah. Uh, going to meet for drinks and uh, we've been friends since we were 11 and uh, he's continually threatening me he's like you know I, I think I might open uh, medium fish this month <laughs> Dude, he's like yeah, yeah I got it already you. you know when you're ready when you're ready to take that uh, that next uh, swimming leap yeah. Fish. Right. Dude, right. dude. Oh, well, now I'm gonna open small pond. Right, <laughs> small pond. And he, because right. we have a, we have an ad on KPBS right now, and he's like, and I'm gonna schedule them so they go right after yours. And it's like, dude, stop it, stop it. <laughs> a little salt in the game. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, you can be like, this food doesn't need any extra salt. This is how you, this right. how you threaten them. Right. Good. Do it. Do it. I've got bigger fish to put. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> bigger fish. Now with the puns. <laughs> bigger fish incorporated. Right. There you go. <laughs> the biggest fish. Right. <laughs> well, guys, um, this was fun. I mean, we, awesome. we need to do this again. You know, like it's it's amazing talking to you guys, Matt. Again, it was awesome talking to you. Alonzo, it was great meeting you. My hat that I'm nice not wearing is <laughs> I know JJ had, me and JJ had fun. You know, JJ's just reading comics here the whole time. Uh, you know, hey, I can't help it. I, it's, it's like... He's a kid there. in a candy shop. You That's... know what I mean? I love kind of... He got the who's who. You I'm can't like, fault the who's who, No, right? I love... Like I yeah. said, I'm love... I, I collect the who's who. I still look for him. Like, Bill Sinkiewicz trying to bring... Uh, I'm there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like Black Lightning in the beginning, too. Like, they go to this show. Right. This show it always coming throws up. you for a loop because it's like... I look at those and it's like, oh, who's this? He's like, That's Brian Bolin. No, it's not. Brian Bolin never do any more. He's like... Right, yeah. right, right. No, it's... The only time... Uh, a little bit of trivia. The only time Jose Luis Garcia Lopez ever drew anything for Marvel, and I don't know the story, I just know this is the only piece, was in an issue of official handbook of the Marvel Universe. He did Wonder Man. Did who? Wonder Man. Did he? In that awful red and green jumpsuit yeah. with, the, with the jet I love that one back in the day. Though. That's good. I remember that now, you, now you know why, because it's got that grace to it. It's yeah. got that Garcia Lopez grace. They got, got out more Marvel Universe. I'm going to go check for that. Only uh, time Romita Sr. ever drew for DC was like a Supergirl cover, which was very odd. But... Yeah. Nah. See, we're learning new things now. Who's <laughs> who and everything. JJ like, will never like leave Steve now. <laughs> you guys need a night oh, guy? He'll stay clean up as long as you guys can. He can read comics. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I can look these things. Well, um, just so people can uh, know again, uh, let them know where they can find Big Fish. So we can find... <laughs> All right, Little Fish. Oh, he didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, what? Uh, Fook, I'm blaming you for this. Medium <laughs> fish, big fish. Yeah. Uh, little fish comic book studio uh, can be found uh, on 6822B Elkhorn Boulevard. We're on the web at www.lilfish.us. Um, find us. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, hit us up. Any questions? Uh, we've got uh, free events that we do, open houses, come in, eat some donuts, get some free comics, you know. Um, and we do a cosplay figure drawing class here. Oh, okay. So, pretty fun. Damn. Yeah, I know, me, me and JJ will probably attend one of these. Cool, try cool. To, he already knows how to draw, but I'm going to learn. for the neighborhood. It's good for the kids. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, guys, um, thanks for listening. This has been I Am Comics Podcast, episode 31. I am Josh Casper. This is... I'm JJ Kirby. You know, the host with the most. You know how we do. Holla at your boy. 
And with us, our very special guest, Mr. Matt Dunford. I'm on Facebook or wherever I'm social media for. He's everywhere. <laughs> He's like Howard Stern. He's going to be everywhere. You're going to find him on satellite radio pretty soon. I'm on satellite radio. I'm in every event. Don't worry. You won't find me. I'll find you. The dump mm-hmm. of all media. Right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and, and I'm Alonzo Nunez. Uh, where can they find you? Do they want people to find oh, you? Yeah, they can find me. I'm on Facebook. Um, I, I'll post my own stuff through uh, through uh, Little Fish's Instagram. Uh, you can find my work most recently in the Attack on Titan anthology. Go pick that up. Okay. Give me some more monies. Yeah. Uh, definitely check that out. <laughs> well, guys, uh, you guys can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You guys can listen to us on Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Yo, All right, shout guys. out to Libra Mayho. That's my homie in uh, uh, Spain, Italy, whatever, overseas. <laughs> shout out to him. He listens to our podcast and he emailed me. He was like, yo, JJ, I love the podcast. Reminds me of Old School Wildstorm. I'm like, big up. So I just want to shout you out, homie. You know how I do. All right, guys. <laughs> Read on.